Hello and welcome to episode 75 of That King Thing, the gaming podcast hosted by three brothers who, you guessed it, our surname is King. That's where it comes from. I am eldest King brother and main host Thomas and I am joined by middle sibling Joshua. That is I. Hi. And littlest sibling James. Hello. Both okay? Yeah, man. Hi. All good. What's been happening in the gaming world for you both? Nothing for me. Absolutely no. not. So Did... usually you fill about five minutes and now you're doing nothing. I'm it's not riveting able to fill anything. <laughs> um, I've got something. Go on then. <laughs> It'd be nice. If um, I played the COD World War Two beta. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, that's that's a reference that not many people are going to get. Again, do you know how I reference TV shows that nobody watches except me? Yeah. Well, at least not people listening to this podcast. Do you you know what that is? I don't you guess you're actually. Yes. You remember what that is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you can you tell everyone where it is? No, because I can't remember. But I know what it is. No, 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 no. It's from the league. It's when um, the sex addict, I forgot his name. It's when the sex addict guy, whatever his name is, he has some of Taco's speed weed and he's, he's humping the cheese. And he's going, oh, I'm going to shake this cheese. I'm going to fuck this cheese. And they're going, no, don't check the cheese. And he's going, yeah, 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 While he's humping the cheese. So I'll have got that. You kind of half got it. And I don't have HJO fourteen oh three will have got it because I know that he watches the league. <laughs> and maybe maybe a couple of other people will have got it too. But oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So tell us about World War Two, James. Um, you didn't know, man. You weren't there. <laughs> you weren't there. I was trying to avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> That's Vietnam, but still, I know. you weren't there either. <laughs> um, it's. <laughs> It don't feel like COD at all. It just feels like Battlefield, honestly. Like the game in a good way or a bad way, though. Um, because I was watching your stream just to put this out there from someone watching it who, so I've seen it but not had the sort of the feel of playing it that you get. Yeah, yeah. To me, it looked like they'd modernized the gameplay from World at War. It did look like they'd taken that old school style and just modernized it uh, but you could definitely see the things that were taken from battlefield like the bayonet yeah. charge that's ridiculous like it's the exact same yeah it's like the way that the camera hazes in around you yeah it's because you're focused on that one guy so it kind of all your peripheral vision on the screen disappears because you're focused yeah. on this one guy and like the screamers is like that kind of stuff that is very very much i want i want someone to put like one. the battlefield one and the world war two like bayonet charges together and just see if you can spot the difference between them because yeah. it's ridiculous but no it's 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 good but I don't know yet. I'm not 100% convinced. How many ridiculous gimmicks were in it? How do you mean? Well, the problem with COD for the last five years has been that they've tried to put too many stupid gimmicks in it. Do, do they have... There, there weren't any. 
Did we have jetpacks? Just Hitler flying around in the distance on a jetpack going, Get the Nazi bastard! Can they run on walls? No. Do they slide a ridiculous distance? No. They brought the dive Do they jump like long long jumps? Oh, the dive. Which game was the dive in? Black Ops, original. Black Ops. Yeah, it was Black Ops. Yeah. I can remember... I can remember a video we made of us playing Black Ops where somebody dives to capture the final flag of a game and as they dive, they freeze me there and then a napalm strike hits top of them so they just go into flames and then slowly (laughs) float down to the floor. (laughs) But I think the only problem with it at the minute is the weapon balancing. It's just massively off. I, yeah, but that's why it's a beta. Well, I know, yeah, but I hope they saw that. So, you actually pre-ordered World War Two to I get did. access to the beta. I did. Why did you pre-order it? Zombies, bro. Is that it? That's the only yeah. reason. <laughs> what have you done? Bought fifty-five pound standard edition. Yeah. Not not paying for collectors. Mega mega pack. Screw that. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to give it a, a go at some point. It's not the kind of game that they'll put on trial or anything, though, so no, no. that'll never happen. Um, and Joshua's done nothing. Nothing so, at all. Nothing. And what have you done? Uh, nothing too dissimilar to last week. Um, after last week's recording, I went on Sea of Thieves and found an island dedicated to a friend. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, someone I play with on Sea of Thieves uh, is called Sanna, and there is now an island named after her on Sea of Thieves called Sanna Sands. Sanna Sands, cool. And Sanna's explorer, her old ship, is crashed upon said island. Um, And for a point, she thought it might have been there because on the forums and in the Discord, she was constantly joking about how much I crashed her ship. So she actually thought for a moment that could be why it's been crashed. But it came from an earlier joke she'd made a long time ago about crashing her ship. But yeah, it's a cool little island. Like a few little treasure hiding spots on it, stuff like that. So it was fun to it was fun to be there and explore it with her the first time she saw it, because we purposely just got straight in the session and sailed straight towards it. So it was cool to be there for that. Nice. I wanna go explore it. You will be able to soon, don't worry. Yeah. There's meant they they have said that by the end of well, before the game comes out, everybody who's currently in the insider program should have been able to play the game at least somewhat in its testing stages. Is nice. what they imagine. Uh, which is quite a lot. That's yeah, that would be impressive lot, yeah. if they let if they have that many people on. But some of them obviously may not be toward till towards the end of the the cycle. Where um it's sort of just literally ready for release and it's final betas and things and maybe it'll be a closed beta yeah so other than that i've played some more fortnite got a little bit further on that um done madden 18 because that came out played a little bit of madden 18 but not a huge amount and that's it um something else that i'll mention in the news just briefly but that's it nice so speaking of the news, <gasps> let's do it. A Ethiopia. Mm. No. 
It sounds Middle Eastern, maybe. We know I'm not good at geography, but I'm going to say yes. Um, Arabian. <laughs> no. Um, Edu. Yeah. Oh, no. I know what you mean. No, it's not that area. So it's not Middle Eastern then? No. <laughs> say it again. Ahirek. Um, Are you pronouncing it? like in the right accent <laughs> I think so getting the google lady to say it again is not an accurate way of determining the accent I think I'm saying that pretty accurately that's better um, where hasn't he been in the world yet Somali easy country <laughs> No. Like Somalian pirates. I'm pretty peckish, though. Kentucky. <laughs> no. Chinese. <laughs> um, no, the clue was I'm peckish. I know, that's why I'm thinking of places with food. Thai. No, we've had that. No. <laughs> um, baked Don't Alaska. Work. Don't necessarily think of places with food. Think well, everywhere's places... got food, apart from, well, Turk. not going to do it. Turkish. No, no. Whatever not Turkish. Turkish speak. Turkish. My stomach's <laughs> growling. Roar. <laughs> Rumble. No. Hungary. No, Joshua, I was playing it. I'd worked it out. I was trying to work around uh, it. I'd not worked it out. I'm proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Yay. <laughs> um, so the first piece of news this week <laughs> is um, since the start of the year, we changed where we host our podcast to Podbean um, just for convenience because it was easier to do so. But since then, we've reached a certain number of listens. It's over 9,000! It's yep. Barmarker. It's now over 9,000. And Actually, I wanted to also use that soundbite because we've not used it in ages. That's true. It was like an ongoing time. joke where how many do you think it is? <laughs> it's over 9,000! <laughs> when we get to um, episode 9,000, that is all. It's, it's just going to be an hour isn't, of that. Isn't, that, isn't that when James's Nintendo prediction kicks in? So. 2042, <laughs> people. 2042. So, roughly, yeah. Got the flashbacks. <laughs> we need we need like a flashback sound. I've got one somewhere. I'll add I it in, have in post. A dream. Just don't, all right, don't go that far back. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you. I just to say thank you to everyone that does listen to the show regular because obviously that's what's got us to over nine thousand. It's over nine thousand listens in the last nine months. That's like a thousand <laughs> listens a month. Yeah, so decent, I'm though. I'm pretty happy with that. In fact, yeah, it's more than that, that because it's only just September. It's like just over a thousand listens a month, which is roughly two hundred and fifty or something an episode. So I'll take that. Yeah, everyone yeah. pat themselves on the back. Um, but actual news that you <laughs> no. might be waiting okay. for um, is Borderlands Three coming soon. I fucking hope so. Well, Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford has hinted that it could be. Um, at PAX West which is going on this week 
He's basically quoted as saying, 90% of the Gearbox staff are working on the thing I think you guys want us to be working on. Um, <laughs> a new Borderlands <laughs> game. Well, what else do Gearbox do that people want them to do? Not all, really. Exactly. Um, I hope not Evolve, because <laughs> didn't they have something to do with that? No. Not that I'm aware of. No. Quick look. You keep going. Um, so, yeah... Borderlands 3 has kind of been confirmed in the past where they've said they will be making a new Borderlands game, um, but it might not necessarily be Borderlands 3. So it could have been a little bit more along the lines of kind of pre-sequel, which obviously sat in the middle of the previous two games. But this particular quote from Randy this week has kind of added fuel to the fire of it being a 2018 release for next year partly because Take-Two have also said that they're working on one of their big titles for a release in their 2019 fiscal year, but that runs from mid-2018 to mid-2019. So back end of 2018 wouldn't be a stretch to say that's when a game would come out because that's when a lot... Like September to November is a hotspot for releasing games. Yeah. So that is during their 2019 fiscal year. So, yeah, we could be seeing Borderlands 3. Did you find out if they did evolve, Joshua? Uh, 2K published it. Turtle there Rock made it. See, told so, you it wasn't Gearbox. You were close, though. I know. 2K you were close with 2K. Yeah, well, Take Two is the owning company behind 2K Games. Yeah, I know. To point that out for anyone yeah. that didn't realise this association. Um, keyboard and mouse support. Could be coming to Xbox quite soon. But yeah, this is from PAX West again this week, saying uh, Mike Ybarra was on a panel with Major Nelson and a couple of other people, and the question came up about, obviously, Xbox uh, Xbox supporting keyboard and mouse, um, to which Mike Ybarra was re- basically responded, saying that, that keyboard and mouse is definitely coming, still th- going to be a thing, Um but they need to be smart about how they do it. A lot of people think it's unfair uh, if some people are controllers and other people are keyboard and mouse, so they need to implement some kind of player choice for competitive games where you can either have keyboard and mouse-only lobbies or controller-only lobbies or people that are just willing to play with both. But apparently some of the more competitive gamers are complaining about the fact that they may have to play against keyboard and mouse, but... Just buy a keyboard and mouse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it, if it really upsets you that much, just buy one and learn to use them. If anything, I think a controller is an advantage. It's is no, it's far slower. Yeah, but I'm console. It doesn't matter. A, a controller is scientifically less accurate than a mouse. End of oh. story. Imagine, just remember, you were okay at America's Army. You were then shit at every other game you played for five years until you learned yeah. dexterity with the joystick. <laughs> <laughs> America's Army being a PC shooter for those who don't have our rich history of gaming. Um, <laughs> but he also added, um, you will see our first games with the keyboard support soon, but I can't reveal yet what they will be, which would indicate fingers crossed we might see something pretty soon Mm -hmm. Um, it's led me to try and work out what the game is it might be but well 
I'd, I'd imagine from the way that he said it, he did add something on the end of that comment along the lines of, um, after that, we're going to have to leave it down to the developers and we'll help the developers try and fine-tune a controller to keyboard and mouse balance to make it as fair as possible for everyone. But the way that he said, after these initial games, we'll leave it down to developer choice, would, to me, maybe suggest that they are going to be exclusive and maybe more in-house titles that we're going to see with keyboard and mouse support initially um what have they got internally that releases november 7th for the xbox one x um no idea does does crackdown come out on november 7th i can't remember when crackdown's due out get google back open joshua come on joshua this is is your job (laughs) although this time we're going to sit and wait for you to do it I know you are, but my internet has decided I don't want to do it this time. Here we go. 2018, so not this year. For mm. Crackdown? Yeah. See if uh. Thieves, possibly. When's that due out? That's 2018. What else is due out this year? There's definitely some games available at launch, but I can't remember what they are. Oh, well. We'll move on. Um, Destiny 2 has arrived and is available. I've gone completely full circle on this. Meaning? I've bought it. I've actually got it. It's installing right now. As we record, it is installing. But I've gone full circle on it, mainly because I've spoken to a lot of people who who were really into Destiny, as in the original, and people who also never even touched the original Destiny. And they're all interested in it. And I've spoken to people from both sides and the general consensus is there's going to be much more story, it's going to be much more driven around like an actual story-based bit of progress. There's going to be bigger, more open-world things to explore and stuff like that. Um, And I think that combined with a few people saying that they were getting it has just generally brought me to the point where I think, yeah, Screw it. Let's let's go for it. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to come down in price because it won't be too long. It's never too long with yesterday. Did I just see someone's Xbox turn on? Yeah, you heard me turning my Xbox back on because it's been sat installed in Destiny and it's gone into sleep mode, so I've turned <laughs> it back on. Because I like to see the progress of my installation next to me. <laughs> um, I do. I like to be able to see I, I paid for it and I don't have it yet. I will watch it until it uh, yeah, we'll watch. I will watch the loading <laughs> bar move slowly. It's like when you know a parcel's coming and you look out the window. You're watching the tracker. Yeah, you're watching the tracker, or you're looking out the window waiting for postman or woman to come down the road. He's uh, three streets away. I've, with with this one, I've not made the same mistakes I did last time. Like last time, I went special edition because I really loved the idea of the game. It was you know space. Space MMORPG is how they branded yeah. it, wasn't it, the first one? And yeah. I was like, yep, yeah, special edition, I'm I'm on that shit. And it just disappointed me that the story was so just dull when it was played out. It was like really dull, there was nothing to it. And it was just a case of go do some missions, come back, go do some missions, come back. And you never felt like you were going through a story, you just felt you were doing missions. Yeah. Um, and that is allegedly the thing that's changed. Um, so I'll be able to let you know later tonight slash tomorrow if that has actually yeah. been changed or not. Definitely do. 
have you decided if you're going to get it, James? I know I've been trying to persuade you today. Uh, I'm still undecided. I don't know. Yeah, I just buy it. James, if you will take a punt <laughs> on World War Two, you should take a punt on this. Yeah, but I'm taking a punt for zombies. Yeah, and you should take a punt on this for the just There's general awesomeness. On Destiny. <laughs> The entire game is basically zombies. It's, James, do you know player. do you know what? It's made by Bungie, and I've read online that they've recreated the final mission of Halo Three. <laughs> Don't do that shit to me. They've no, they I'll have genuinely put they've put the last <laughs> mission of Halo Three in that you can just play it over and over and over again. What driving off the edge or actually landing? You could do whatever you want. You just keep <laughs> replaying it over and over again. Piss off. There is definitely an achievement doing it over 9,000 times as well. <laughs> it's over 9,000! <laughs> um, I'm so glad I got to prompt that. <laughs> I'm going to do the last bit of news just so we can move on because I know that the next two sections of the show are going to be epically long. Um, like my penis. I haven't got a that's what she I haven't got a that's what she said anymore. I know. I, I don't have that button anymore. That's what she said. Um Battlefield One's new in the name of the Tsar update is now live for premium pass holders. Um it goes live for everybody on September nineteenth, but if you are a premium pass holder you can now play it. Um it's an absolutely huge update, to be brutally honest, from looking at it. Um, there's six new maps, new weapons, new vehicles, a new game mode called Supply Drop. Uh, the Polish Hussars have been added, and the Russian Army's been added, and the whole expansion add-on DLC, whatever you want to call it, won Best Add-on and DLC at Gamescom recently. Um, so. so it does look interesting um it's piqued my interest to maybe go back to battlefield one for a yeah, little bit because i've obviously not played that for a long time just because i thought battlefield one might get me back to being dedicated to a shooter because of its nature um and it did for a long time it was pretty much all i was playing but just that general all-round gamer in me came back where i just want yeah. to play a bit of everything and I can't dedicate too much time to one game, which is why games like Division and Destiny 1 and all that kind of stuff that involves too much grinding get shelved. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Battlefield 1, if you're already playing it, let us know what it's like, because we're peasants and we have to wait until the 19th. <laughs> uh, and that wraps up the news for this week. So, to keep things moving... Time to play the game. I do that slightly different every time, don't I? Yeah. I know. I'm glad you've noticed. I just, I just do it because it's become habit. <laughs> that went a bit louder. <laughs> there we go. Um, so yeah, it's time for the game. Obviously regulars know i say this every time but i'm going to say it again we play a game against each other every week we keep track of who wins the games and the last person to reach 10 wins is due to do a forfeit um, as it stands at the moment i have 13 wins james has seven and joshua has six and a half um, we've also decided thanks to listener suggestion that if I manage to reach 15 wins, the punishment should be severer, 
And if I eventually somehow get to 20 wins before one of these two gets to 10, then they both have to do it. However, I'm just looking at the board and mathematically, I don't think it's now possible for me to get to 20, even if I win every game I play. Because it would take me seven wins. And between you, James only needs three wins and you only need four, so that's seven. So I can, if I win today, I'm in with a shot of still making you both have to do it. Uh-oh. <laughs> but I've got to win today. But because it's Joshua's game, I'm not going to win <laughs> shit. Because no matter how good I am at any particular piece of knowledge, Joshua's games don't reward that. They reward luck <laughs> and stupidity, so James always wins them. Should I introduce so gonna, today's game now? I'm going to pass you over to Joshua, and Joshua can introduce the stupid game he's come up with again. Considering I remastered a game a few weeks ago, I thought I'd remaster one of my favourites. Do you want to know what it is? <sighs> it is definitely deal or no deal. Oh, God. We are definitely playing this. I've definitely changed it. The game that needs the most visual aid of the lot of the (laughs) games you've made up. And on my next one I'm making I'm making Go Fish and I'm making it work. (laughs) How does that even Oh my god. I don't even want to know. Just explain to people how we're gonna play Deal or No Deal, please, Joshua. Um well earlier on I got you both to pick a box, a number from one to twenty two. So you both have your own box. No one knows what's inside them. I don't know what's inside them. But there is a value in it. And basically you have to open each box and get rid of it, basically. You're both going to have a chance to answer the question, but you are going to pick a numbered box in turn. You're working together to get rid of them, but it's to work out the value of your own box. Yeah, so when my box comes in at a fucking one and his is 250 grand. (laughs) Well, I don't know what numbers you've got in them. I actually don't know. James, <laughs> pick a side of a coin, heads or tails. Tails never fails. Don't even ask me anymore. It's heads, because you shit at <laughs> life. Thomas, <laughs> you can pick a numbered box. I assume I can't pick my own box. You cannot, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, 20. What was one of the first things you would try to do to make a game cartridge work if you're having problems? Blowing it. <laughs> Correct, Amundo. It's three hundred. It's 35,000. Oh, great. James, pick a numbered box, please. Number eight, please. Number eight. Scroll to it. On the Sivrev front cover, which world leader is in the centre? You are not going to know the answer to this. Um, Thomas should. Mm, I should. I think I know who it is. Oh, I forgot to mention as well, because this is a um, box-related game, and I seem to be liking them recently, the vast majority of these questions are about game boxes. Oh, great. Um, Can I just help him so that we can clear some numbers off board? Can I not do that? A bit like last time. Basically, every one of your games, I end up giving James all the answers and then lose anyway. (laughs) Um, it's Napoleon, I think, James, if you want to say Napoleon, Napoleon. I think. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how you still guess. tried to play it like you didn't know. Uh, Napoleon? <laughs> it was correct, and it's 250. Okay, oh. my go. Um, yes. Oh, I thought 250 grand. No, 250 quid. Uh, three. Number three. Red Faction 1 and 2 have very similar game covers. 
but what is the main difference between the two? Ooh, one's that's good. Well, one's red <gasps> and one's more pale-coloured. I actually know this. That's the main like difference. It's one's just a fist and one's a fist holding an axe. Is that it? Pickaxe. Oh. A pickaxe. Oh, uh, yeah, the logo changes, is that it? doesn't it? Yeah. No, it's very close. Oh. Red Faction 1 is holding a mining pick. Red Faction 2 is holding a gun. Oh. Is it? So very I close. swear there's one with yeah. just a no, fist. No, Red Faction no. Gorilla's just a fist. Oh. As far as I know. God damn I think, it. I think you're right. Thomas, pick a numbered box, please. Um, That was mine. It's was my it? turn. Yeah, it's I'm James. Sure that turn. was James. No, I was trying no. to answer it and James answer- gave oh, me the answer. Okay. We're working James. as a team here. James, pick a numbered box. <laughs> Number two, please. Number two. This one's going to be fun. Give me two characters that are on the front of the Lego Batman box. Batman and Robin. Do right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh what? my god! <laughs> that was five pounds. That's a good one, Jim. Good shit. Oh, good shit. <laughs> um, right, I'll have number four, please. Number four. Usually, when you buy a collector's edition of a game, it comes in what kind of case? Oh. <laughs> um, a steel book. Is that what you're looking it's for? The, yeah, it's steel book that I was looking for. You are correct, Amundo. Uh, that was a hundred and. Oh no, sorry, that was fifteen thousand. You've done it already. <sighs> We're getting rid of too many reds, James. Get some, get a blue box. Um, number nine. Let's see what's in number nine then. You should know this one. FIFA ten yeah. had three players on the cover. Oh, I don't I care who they one. were, so don't bother with that. <laughs> I want to know if all three appeared on the DS version of the game case. Oh my not. god, are you no. shitting me? So no, no, they did not. Yes, they did. Did they? Yes. All right, That's let's just answer. move on. They were on the, were on the case. <laughs> let's just move on, because that was a ridiculous Where's, question. Where's number nine? <laughs> As ever. Pick a number nine, Thomas. Um, ten. Number ten. I'm already looking at it. Very good. True or false, PlayStation 1 case dimensions are 14 centimetres by 12.5 <laughs> by 4 centimetres. Hang on a minute. What, what case dimensions? PlayStation 1. Okay, just bear with me a second. <laughs> oh, you picked Tape measure, ruler, um, <laughs> box. Oh, I'll just put my earphones back in. Just, I just had to stretch a moment there. Uh, how big are we talking? Sorry. Is it true or false that they are fourteen centimeters by twelve point five by four centimeters? False, because they're not four centimeters thick. I can tell you that. Yeah. Correct. It would be a big ass case if they were. Yeah, oh, I just put my finger alongside it, which is usually a centimeter. And what I mean, I imagined ten? my finger being a centimeter and thought, no, a PlayStation case is about that thick. <laughs> that one was fifty pounds then. Yeah, you James. Number five, please. Number five. <laughs> what is the book called? You get in a game box. Oh my god! Instructions manual. Yeah. Manual, game manual, instructions manual. I would have accepted all of those answers. <laughs> so basically, you just accepted the book. Five. There you are, number five. Let's open the box for your James. Well done, douche face. That's 100,000. Oh, God's sake, James. <laughs> God uh, damn it. 19. Number 19. Why don't video game manuals come in Braille? <laughs> <laughs> answer as nicely as you can well actually you can't say this because 
I know of a blind gamer. Yes, so do I. But why don't the normal ones come in Braille? Because you get audio format on request. Yeah, I believe you can request it. You can get them in um, audio format rather than Braille because you just get a file sent to you. <laughs> That. Oh my god, he's 75 grand. Oh. So you got rid of I'll two of the big 17. ones. You're going for number 17. Yeah. Are games wallets a good or bad idea in Joshua's opinion? Oh, for God's oh. sake. <laughs> um, this was when I was so you used to have a lot of game wallets. So I'm going to say... Yeah, but are they a good or bad idea in my opinion? Um, I'm going to say no. Thank you. No, they are not. They are a terrible idea. <laughs> you open that box. Wait, hang on a minute. What was the question? Are game wallets a good or bad idea in Joshua's opinion? And James said no. And so, yeah, no, they and are said not a no. good idea. All right, then. That's what I, that's what I was accepting. He's opened the box anyway. Whatever. It's 50,000. We'll knock 50 grand off a board. Continue is me in it. Uh, I'll have 22. Number 22. What does digital mean for the wonderful world of boxed games? They will cease to be. Yeah, the <laughs> end is my answer. <laughs> it is going to be the end. That was 25 quid. Well done. Just come on, James. Get some blues, mate. Right. I'll get a blue. 21. 21. Final Fantasy VII Platinum, the Platinum version of the game, came with four discs. Why? Um. Help me out, Thomas, please. Well, original one were three discs, Final Fantasy VII. Actually, I think you find the original one was three discs. Or it could have been two. Yeah, but this is the point. He's saying, (laughs) why was it four when it was platinum? Because I'd say, just just say because a platinum disc can't hold as much data as an original black disc. (laughs) Because a platinum disc can't hold as much data? Unfortunately not. Disc four was a demo disc for Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, uh, that's bullshit. That be, that means Final Fantasy VII didn't come on four discs. Final Fantasy Platinum. Final Fantasy VII Platinum came with four discs. Why uh, was the question? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, question uh, box, please. Seven. Number seven. Considering things always seem to go wrong for him, does Crash Bandicoot always appear to be smiling on the covers of his games or not? Probably. <laughs> is that a yes or a no, John? It's a yes. It's as vague an answer as James is no to a good or bad idea question. <laughs> he does always seem to be grinning like a bloody weird-ass bandicoot, to be honest. Always. That's 500, is that? And yeah, it was 500, that one. Because I can get number blues. Number. number 11. Number 11. What does Peggy stand for? Oh, parental... Something guidance. Oh shit! Um, oh. I will help you, James. Once I can remember what it stands for. Um, I will help you. It's per- not parental. It's. Oh no! It, we only have a ear, don't we? We only have a ear. It's European. Um, it, something. <laughs> something European game information. I don't know what the P would be though. Poltergeist. Don't be stupid. Um, <laughs> what could... Player? No, Maybe. it won't be that. It won't be that. 
Uh, it's more of a company name than it is anything to do with gaming. Oh, it's not. Oh no, pa- pals. A... I'm gonna have to say pal because pal's the TV format we have, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But that's not the pal. answer. Oh, oh, for God's sake! Because James um, picked it. James picked the number, so I've got to accept his answer. Oh, I'd... just pick something. I'd... Poltergeist even grow independently. I've just told you it's European game information! <laughs> Thomas was one letter away from getting it correct. One well, letter? Pan European. Oh, for God's sake. Pan European? <laughs> yep. Pan. Peggy 7. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is Peggy No One. <laughs> Thomas, pick a number. Uh, 16. Before plastic, what did games used to come in? <laughs> what? Before before a plastic case, what would a game cardboard? Come in? Yes, cardboard is the correct answer. Number sixteen. What number is it? Seven thousand five hundred. It's not blue, but it's a low. It's red. a low red Decent though. I'll take it. Yeah. Still got two very high reds. I love number one. You have number one going for the risky one. It's always risky, number one, James. You ever watch Deal or No Deal? No, Deal, this question's easy. What platforms, uh, video games, come in a blue case? Come on, James. PlayStation. Yeah, it's PlayStation. I thought you were going to make him say PlayStation 4, but... Not a thousand, it was blue. Hey, I did it. Hi, blue, but it's blue. (laughs) Thomas? 15. (laughs) Spell compact disc. (laughs) <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I was running out of ideas for questions. C O M P A C T D I S C. Correct is C, and that was hundred thousand. Oh, no, it's ten thousand. It's ten. <laughs> ten. Can you mind? I'm going to say hundred thousand. Not even on board. I need. I need to put commas in these ones. Really. <laughs> Go on, James. Uh, pick James. A number. number. Um. It's four left to pick from, everybody that's listening. Two, these two have in their hands, technically. So they can have. There's actually three left to pick from. Is there? Oh, yeah, I forgot about number six. There's three left to pick from. I have number six. I have number six, all down there, and it's lonesome. The Gears of War 2 limited edition case had nothing on it but a picture of the Lancer weapon. But is it true or false that this gun is on every Gears of War game cover? Oof. That's tight. Whether I'm... it's got someone holding it, or it's on the floor, or whatever. yeah, um, it's there somewhere. Um... See, it's the iconic thing for Gears of War, though, isn't it? It's like the iconic weapon. It is, but it's just remembering on if it's on them all. Um, it's I'm definitely including... on Gears of War one. I'm including yeah. one, two, three, four, and Judgment. It's definitely on one. It's definitely on. Four is definitely on judgment. The two I'm not sure of is two and three. Um, I reckon it'll be on two, but I don't know about three. I'm well, one of them's. Do you remember what the cover for two looks like? Because one of those two has got Marcus stood leaning on his rifle. But I can't remember which one it is. That's either two or three. I'm asking um, whether it's true or false that it's on a wall. Say true, James. I think it'll be on both of them. True. It is actually true. The gun is on God. all the game boxes. Am I right that Marcus is leaning on one of them? That's right, isn't yes, it? Which is. one is it? 
It's number two, I believe, that one. Oh, that was 150 grand. I knew it was one. That was 100 Because I just remember it sticking in my head. So that's 150 grand come out of box six. Oh, you're Thomas, kidding. Would you like to pick a number? Uh, 12. It's the last one. Oh, no, it isn't. There's one more after this. What game cover am I describing? Oh. A man in uniform sprinting forwards while firing a Thompson submachine gun. <laughs> <laughs> it could be so many. Um, really world, could, at war. It? world at war. Um... Sprinting forwards. It's uh, obviously a picture. Is it Call of Duty? This is a really bagged punt, but is it Call of Duty 3? No. It's World at War. <laughs> See? But Call of Duty 3's got a man with a Thompson submachine gun. Yeah, on but it. he stood still. How much was that? <laughs> I've not uncovered it yet, but it's number 12, and James did get it right. It's 750. <laughs> That's meant to be 750. He's <laughs> not meant to say seven hundred. <laughs> so it's I've got what the last one now, isn't it? Uh, yes, you've got to pick this last one. So number thirteen, then please. <laughs> thirteen is. What was the extra slot that Nintendo put into DS game cases <sighs> for? Um, to store the game you took out of the con- of the device. Extra slot. So if you took a game out, you're putting the game in. You're using the original. All right, then. So you could take two games with you. An extra slot. Yeah, take an extra game with you. I'm going to accept it, but it was a Game Boy Advance game slot that you could put into it because the original DS had a Game Boy Advance bit at the bottom, so you could keep an Advance game and a DS game in the same box. Yeah, take an extra game with you. Yeah, so I'm, that's why I accepted it, but I was looking for a game by a band's game. That was 20,000. Great. Right, let's, let's put it this way. I'm, right, let's put it this way. I'm keeping my box. James, are you keeping your box or are you changing it? Or whatever you've got to do. Um, I don't know who you swap it with. What? I don't even know how this works. How does this I'm, even work? You're not swapping. You've got to get your answer right. Basically, if you oh, want to right, keep well, your I'm gonna box, win, Thomas, I'm going to win. If you want to keep your box, but James wants it, he has to get the answer right. I'm keeping box. my box. I'm keeping it. End James, you keeping it? I'm, or you? I'm keeping mine. Keeping yours. So it's all about who's got the higher box now. Go on then, tell everyone. Ooh. Are you ready for this? You're ready for this. At the same uh, time. Uh, 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 uh. James won. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> 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 yes. 250,000, <laughs> my beautiful boy. Please tell me Thomas has got a penny. I've got 3,000. Thomas has got three oh. grand. Yes. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> I love your games, Joshua. Do you know, <laughs> You're welcome. Do you know what, James? <laughs> well done. You can, you can get as little of the song as you put effort into that game. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only one that I got properly right on my own is the World of None War of thing that you got. Yeah, it would your question. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, that's the only one that I knew. Would you like to answer your own boxer's questions before I move Go on, on then, so quick. they all get used? Thomas, yours is, what colour are Xbox 360 Connect game cases? Are you kidding me? That purple. was the sort of my... Yeah, purple. That was the tip of my box. Cartridges are still used by what company to distribute video games? <laughs> the calibre of questions to swap box is ridiculous. I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> you Wait, don't I'll know what company question. still uses a fucking cartridge? 
Oh, right. Oh. Are still used Nintendo. by what company to distribute? Yeah. Well, there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so if you'd have wanted to steal his box, not... Thomas, you'd have had to answer that. I should have just not answered anything <laughs> all the way through it's that. True. It would have been as it's much help as answering it all. I'd have still <laughs> lost. Um, James has eight wins. Joshua, 6.5. I have 13. <laughs> Yay. Time for another section of the show. Now the letter is Q. And one word that begins with Q is question. Now here is a question, a question for you. The community. This week's community question is, should we let Joshua host another game? Because I think not. They are shit. (laughs) No, that's not really the question. Joshua, they're ridiculously elaborate and entertaining to a degree, but I'm pissed off because I never win one. Can you please (laughs) make it so that my far superior knowledge to James actually gets rewarded one week? Thank you. No, I like I like luck. I prefer people winning with luck. <laughs> <laughs> You're just an unlucky soul. Can I can if I get you've not got the boxes switched, then he wouldn't have got two hundred and fifty thousand. Surely, surely there needs to be like a, a drop ratio. Like one in every ten games I'm guaranteed to win because the drop ratio is one in ten. Yeah, exactly. That, I think that's fair. <laughs> I'll win nine, Thomas can win one, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> No, in seriousness, this week's community question, we asked um, for you to come up with ideas for games you would like to see the three of us star in uh, and details Boy, if possible. Did they do it. Yeah, there's some there's some ridiculous ones. <laughs> I'm going to go through them in kind of the order they were sent to us, because that's what I usually do, but the ones that are quite um, detailed I've saved to last. So I'm just going to kind of skim through them as they came in, and then we'll go through the more detailed ones at the end. So Dummy2008 says, A zombie survival. I just want to find out which of them screams most like a girl. Probably James. No, because he plays that many of them. I'm geared up for a zombie survival. I've got so many tins of ravioli in my cupboard, it's unbelievable. I've got quite a lot of tins of ravioli as well. There we go, so just start eating the ravioli you buy. Buy what you (laughs) eat. Don't buy extra... What if there is a zombie apocalypse, though? Me and Thomas yeah, can exactly. decide. And what's wrong with having lots of ravioli? What's wrong with ravioli? Exactly. Ravioli is the most disgusting thing on this Oh, planet. give over. going to scream like a little girl. Give over. <laughs> You're not going to survive Just a zombie apocalypse. Just because I've got apocalypse. to eat ravioli to survive. <laughs> no! <laughs> like a child being spoon-fed. <laughs> no, I'd rather be eaten by the brain munchers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Brett Allen said it would obviously have to be some kind of dating sim. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure what? where he was going with that. I don't know if that's that he wants to date us, or he wants to find us dates, or I don't know. Or he wants us dating each other. I don't know what Brett's that, getting at. Yeah, that's just a weird turn to, to take it to. to Joshua. Yeah, but this is Brett we're talking about. We all know how Brett weird Brett can be. Brett likes his true. Kind of stuff. Um, on a similar <laughs> note, uh, Tay Dog Swift said, uh, "Wayfu dating simulator." <laughs> so I remember what this is because I googled the wrong thing. <laughs> what Wayfu? Yeah, Wayfu is like your googled gaming it. wife. Yeah, I know, and I googled how to buy your own wife, and I can't remember what I said. <laughs> I don't Do remember, remember that. that episode. Was that on an episode? We're on about James this. buys on a wife. Waifu. Um, yeah, we're on about waifus for some reason. I think Stephen Frodgson sent me something about waifus. 
I do remember us discussing him before. Um, he also said uh, Neo Automata. Automata? Automata? Automata. It's a PlayStation game, either way. Uh, and he says, but with... I'm assuming he means me, because he sent this to me. So he says, <laughs> Neo Automata, but with you as the main person for the outfit alone. I then Googled the outfit and just responded with, I don't think I'd fit in it, but thanks it all the same, Tay Dog. <laughs> so that's that one. Um, Matt Clark says, my game would be a rip-off of Super Smash Bros. James would have to be Kirby and the other two would take nah. turns beating him up. Nah. In fact, actually, that's... if you're beating me up and I'm Kirby, I'll let you do it. <laughs> I would take the James, hits. you're looking awful lot like Kirby recently. Do you mind if I come take a swing at your face? It must be done. Yay. Uh, Stephen <laughs> Frunchton says, um, would love to see you guys star in um, Bosa Studios' I Am Bread game, racing across <laughs> the kitchen as you, as your favourite king face bread slice. <laughs> I've never played that Can game. Can I have ravioli with it? I never have. <laughs> On toast. <laughs> But which slice of toast? Would you eat the toast with your own face or with one of our faces? Oh, that's a good question. I'd put it on Joshua's face because he's scared of ravioli. <laughs> Just a screaming piece of toast. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, we've that's it. Well done, Steve. We've created a new game. <laughs> put we've ravioli on Joshua's the, face. The episode ravioli over love with Joshua's face. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he also added in a non-game related scenario I'd love to see you guys in a Three Stooges remake we get to decide who's <laughs> who but it would be the greatest um, right. I think that'd be quite good that <laughs> I'm gonna do that you dick <laughs> what did, what did uh, you say Jim? Nah. I said I was gonna do that you dick oh are you gonna do can you remember when we used to sit watching the Three Stooges all the time? Yeah, we had a, we had a very strange childhood in that we sat watching the Three, <laughs> Stooges, Towers and Three Stooges and the Faulty Towers series. Yeah, <laughs> where's Uncle Mitch? We yeah. used to watch. Where's we used to watch some like we used to watch stuff that was way before our time as children. Yeah, I don't know if that was that we were a cheap family, so we couldn't afford more up to date videotapes. We still had a Betamax. Three Stooges on Betamax. Glenn Green, Baby G, G Green 93 says some sort of Smash Brothers piss take. So there's another one for that. Um, <laughs> the royal subjects are all unlockable characters. So you also get in game items from the King Brothers' favourite games. So, I like that. So, that's yeah, that's good because obviously people like Glenn himself as a royal subject is. He's trying to just trying to include himself, basically. Um, <laughs> Are we going to throw little pictures of his head at each other on this game? No, he's <laughs> saying that he's an unlockable character, <clears throat> along with Steve's a Patreon, um, Matt Clark's a Patreon. These kind of people would become unlockable characters, and then we get weapons from our favourite games. So, for example, the scythe from Dante's Inferno... With the stretchy bone swinginess, Joshua. Think about that. <laughs> That'd be quite cool. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Um, Frostmorn. Well, not only do we open our bills with Frostmorn, we stab our <laughs> Patreons with it in Super Smash Bros. <laughs> sort of Aeons. 
Please tell me you remember what that is. Yes, I remember what it is, but nobody else does. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's just an example of the things I'm talking about. Um, and air stuff. So I do like that one. All right, James. Air stuff, that's from RuneScape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, that's why I glossed over it and moved on to HDO1403, who said um, something like lemmings, except the goal is to cause the death of the kings by digging and planting explosives and traps, etc. Oh, wow. So it's like basically an alternate lemmings, but with us. The question is, would there be lots of us? And instead of that like being, be instead of be like being whoopee whoopee at the end, would it be like, oh no, oh no, oh no. just me doing that over and over again? Hi, Paul. Hi, <laughs> oh Paul. yeah, hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing would be is, can you remember when you used to fast forward Lemmings and they used to go yippee? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine just like me going, oh no, oh no, oh, no. <laughs> when you fast forward it? Or like you going, hi Paul, hi Paul, hi Paul, hi Paul. <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> Just sure, what would yours be? What would your like en- entry thing be if you were a lemming? I don't know. I've remade bingo. Deal or no deal? Just sure, have you even got a catchphrase on this show? Do I yet? I feel like we should make you one. We, you need a catchphrase <laughs> for next week, I think. Um, he also suggested Lego That King thing, which I just like the idea <laughs> of. It just sounds cool. Uh, he says, your daily activities, um, I'm not reading the bit in brackets, basically it's Sims but with us three and in Lego form. That's quite cool. I refuse yeah. to insinuate that yeah. anyone other than James Shag Sheep, therefore I didn't read the I hope these game out. ideas are being considered by a company somewhere and that we're going to get commissioned. Well, it turned, it turned out recently that some indie devs do listen to us as I've had messages from them. So if you want to make any of these games, let us know. That would be amazing. Um, Paul Kelsall. Hi, Paul. You're not very good at it. Hi, Paul. I can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> he says the four of us so obviously he wants to be in the game as well um, playing GTA 5 tiny races would be mega just ramming each other off the road and driving in reverse technically that's already possible because you could just make your character and play tiny races technically yeah yeah but I'd love that's to be able true. to look across and see Paul wanting to ram me God, I'm moving away from that. Um, <laughs> J4DO says, Farming simulator, but you guys only form cows with regional accents. <laughs> Throwback to an earlier episode. That's that's definitely going to get boring um, pretty soon. I'd want a different cow to be born and just come I out. You, after, for, for a split second there, I thought you meant the joke <laughs> about cows with no. regional accents. <laughs> and I was like, I hope it doesn't because I was planning on getting that King T-shirt, that King thing T-shirts made that say, "Do cows have accents on the back?" <laughs> I wasn't actually going to do that. Oh, would I? If you buy one, yes, let me know and I'll it. make them. I'll if buy you one. If you buy one, let me know. <laughs> um, and then that was it for kind of the brief ones. So they start becoming a little more elaborate and more this explained. So we'll start with we'll do. I've done these ones in order that we receive them, um, but these ones are the more sort of elaborated on ones. So we've got Keith. No, we haven't got Keith Watson. We'll get to him in a minute. We've got Craig Mitchell, who said a zombie-based RPG game with a GTA Five-style map. So the story mode would have all three of us as uh, playable characters, yeah. and we'd follow each story until in a later mission you get to choose which one to take on. 
Um, and then the other two get killed in some sort of gruesome way, uh, unheroic as well, he adds. Um, maybe taking a shit. Whilst <laughs> 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 well, covered in ravioli. Uh, he says the online side of the game it would be instead of like cops and pedestrians in the city it'd obviously just be zombies everywhere trying to take you down Um, you'd loot and you'd kill zombies and it'd all rank you up and the in-game currency would be ammunition so it's up to you to either keep the ammunition or risk it by using it to buy cars and buildings to fortify and stuff that's gen- is that even in the game that way, ammo's currency? Because that is um, really smart, that. I don't know, but there's a lot of games where ammo's very scarce, especially when you're playing yeah. <clears throat> DayZ-type games and stuff. They're all games where weaponry and ammo's... Are- well, you can get a lot of weapons, but then you can't use them because you've got no bullets. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I like that idea with the ammo's currency. That's yeah, quite smart, that. it's well thought out. As I say, the, these are the ones where, obviously, people have like explained as much as possible. I must point out that most of the ones that we've already read had come from Twitter, where, you know, the limit to 140 characters yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. So they've done well to get that much in for that many <laughs> characters, but these ones are more Facebook and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, moving on to Keith Watson, he says his game would be The Three Kings, and it, the subtitle would be The Search for Ezio. Um, <laughs> for those who don't realise and haven't heard it mentioned before, I have a cat whose name is Ezio, because yes, I love Ezio Auditory that much. However, Ezio, the cat's name, is Ezio Porditore, and that is on his official documentation. So I genuinely get emails... <laughs> to my email account that say it's time for Ezio Portatori's checkup or <laughs> veterinarians phoning me saying would you like to book Ezio Portatori in for his booster shots <laughs> except they can't usually say it so it's like Ezio Pauditari <laughs> and then you and come in and you're the whitest guy they've ever seen it's honestly listening to a vet try and say Ezio Portatori is hilarious please give you it sound like my google day. translate woman probably like Ezio Pauditari Put it into Google so, Translate. I'm going to go back to Keith's game. Uh, so he says, The Three Kings, The Search for Ezio. Uh, Joshua, the evil middle king brother, kidnaps Ezio the <laughs> cat like from the hero of Sheffield, Thomas. To find <laughs> Ezio and defeat the evil brother, Thomas calls the hero of Penrith, James, who travels down to Sheffield to help his older brother. On James's perilous journey down the A1 to meet up with Thomas... <laughs> For the frantic search for Ezio. <laughs> uh, they find Ezio in an abandoned steel mill surrounded by brainwashed Sheffield United and Sheffield Wednesday players. As the heroes defeat Joshua and the players rescue Ezio, uh, the evil Joshua escapes. It's part of a trilogy. Wait. No, we defeat him, as in we beat him, but yeah. we rescue Ezio, but then he escapes. Oh, right, yeah. No, not as he was. No, the problem is with that, I've been very smart. Yeah, yeah. I've been very smart about this because Uh. I've clearly got your two favourite football teams and made you have to fight and or kill them in order to get the cat back. So you've had to pick just 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 say that again because you were completely lagging out during the first bit, so I don't know what you said. I've been very smart with that because I've got your, I've got your cat, I've got him hostage, 
and I've got one of your favourite things, football, and you've got to kill your own football teams oh, in order to get to rescue the cat. Technically, we kill each other's. Exactly, exactly, James. We've already worked this out. See, See, you've done a bad thing, Joshua, because you've lined up a load of Sheffield United players in front of me and said, kill them. So I'm just going to go... Blah, 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 blah. And then you, you could have kept Rotherham players for Wednesday. Coming. Yeah, throw some Rotherham players in. We'll just massacre them together. <laughs> but now, but now the, the friendship that you've used to get this cat is broken because you've ruined each of us football teams. Yeah, but if they're both ruined, nobody cares. Yeah, we'll just reform. <laughs> as long as it's not FC. yeah, as long as it's not like one that's ruined. So they do the one survives, they're both ruined. But anyway, Keith right. went on to say that this will be part of a trilogy and the second game <laughs> will be called Wrath of Joshua, uh, in, which, like in which we find out he has no wrath. <laughs> I love that. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> uh, apparently in the third game, it will be called Death of the... Uh, yeah. Apparently in the third game, it will be called Death of a King... Um, Ooh. James kills one of his brothers with his weapon oh. Excalibur um, and then it just says but has James turned evil so there's obviously a twist no. James Ooh. got annoyed with Thomas for killing all the United players exactly so he turned evil and then maybe you come I'm... back good Joshua and we take on James together well you find out I have no wrath in the second one exactly so, so that's where you become it's... good yeah I want right. a, I want this trilogy to happen. <laughs> well, hang on, right hang on. There's still th- there's still three more here. Um, Steve Baker said this is a third person RPG where you control all three in a party of four. Um, the other member would be some kind of random tab- tag along like Dragon's Dogma. <laughs> Um, the quest would be to locate and take control of the grail of everything which will grant you the power uh, to change the world as you see fit Uh, and we fight with swords and magic working together we have to reach the grail and set up a base creating a huge magical stone which spreads the message of the kings aka a podcast I like this I like this It's, it's good it's good um Apparently, we kill the Tagalong, who becomes the huge end boss, who's a cunt like any Dark Souls boss. <laughs> um, as he was, I have called all of them cunts. Unfortunately, so I agree. Uh, he says he was only out to gain the power for himself, not to help the greater good of the king. Message. Um, <laughs> but just like Fable Three, this was only the beginning. <laughs> there is more. <laughs> Uh, they quickly develop mistrust for each other and ridicule each other for the sake of it, making each other look like rinse bags to the public in order to gain favour. <laughs> in jokes. In jokes. Um, then a bigger evil emerges, which wishes to control the world and make everybody slaves. Uh, the boys must band together and fight for each other to vanquish the evil, which they do, of course. But then comes a huge choice. You have to choose your character and then make the choice of whether to vanquish your brothers or take... Uh, sorry, to take absolute power or share and live in harmony. What would you do? Oh, that's... A, I like that. That's good. That that should maybe be a cliffhanger, though, and then you go into game number two at that point. Yeah. Purposeful cliffhanger. Uh, I like that. I like, I like the way that he's basically turned the podcast into some kind of... Um, like medieval sword fighting magic game. 
Yeah. It's cool. It's it good. Works, With some in-jokes as well. Like yeah. mentioning Fable and rinse bags and stuff. There's definitely some in-jokes in there. See, people have thought about this. This is like this is like proper fan this fiction. Is... I know. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Um, <laughs> Lee Holmes, a.k.a. Jerry Narco, says... Um, well, as pirates are currently in, we're definitely going to have a pirate-themed game. Uh, it will be third oh, yes. person for reasons that may or may not become apparent momentarily. <laughs> uh, the premise will be simple. Other pirates have stolen your swag. You must go on a global quest to regain said swag. From pirate battles at sea, diving for lost Trevor... Trevor? <laughs> Trevor? <laughs> I don't know why I said Trevor. Diving for lost treasure... Uh, exploring <laughs> uninhabited islands and raiding colonies where some of your treasure was confiscated. Uh, unbeknownst to you, however, since your swag got swagged, it was cursed. <laughs> uh, cool. And the most of, sorry, and the more of the possessed swag you own, the greater the swagger of your hips, the greater Ooh. your butt. An ultimate ah, bubble butt, going. some would say. <laughs> uh, once you've reclaimed all your treasure, you're the richest, swaggiest, bubble buttiest of pirates on the seven <laughs> seas. Uh, with cannonballs bouncing off your rump and men jumping overboard confused. <laughs> uh, I should have really got GLaDOS back for one for one last... One um, final... Bubble butt. Bubble, bubble, bubble butt. That one's for you, Jerry Narco. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't have it, so it's not happened. Uh, so that's that one. And then Danny Lawton has sent in, uh, my game would be set in the world of Heroes Duty from the film Wreck-It Ralph. Chris Redfield has yes, been captured you. by the Cybugs, and James must team up with Wreck-It mm-hmm. Ralph and Sergeant Calhoun to rescue Chris. Along the way, James <laughs> encounters two rinse bags, Thomas and Joshua. Another rin- reference to rinse bag. Although this was a lot more specific, and I'm not sure I like it. Um, <laughs> so two rinse bags, Thomas and Joshua, who get eaten by cybugs and turn into a conjoined Wesker. The fuck is what it? What? Awesome. What is this? Um, <laughs> after a long, tough battle, James, Ralph, and Calhoun manage to weaken the conjured Wesker enough for James to eventually defeat him through the almighty power of love that James holds for his <laughs> beloved Chris. <laughs> once conjoined, once the conjoined Wesker is defeated, Paul Valentine witnesses the power of love and attempts to conquer James all for himself. As James sees Paul Valentine, he lets out an almighty roar. Hi, Paul! Which sweeps Paul off his feet and realises... Uh, Every, sorry, it releases a hentai screech. <laughs> this makes James weak at the knees and prevents him from being able to contribute. It says contribute, I think it should say continue. Able to continue with his quest. Will James ever find Chris Redfield and be reunited with his one true love? <laughs> that is, that is good. Off pretty quick there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounded more like she was integrating him into Wreck-It Ralph than a video game, but yeah, what yeah. else? It's true. Still it's funny. good, but I want to see more. I want me to find Chris. I don't want to. I want to know how that works as a me. game. <laughs> <laughs> I like the the high pole thing. That's quite cool. Yeah, there's a, another good set of references to the show in there, which is always good. The the thing that I think we should do is there's some very good ones in there, but I think between us we should pick one each. So we've got three. Right. 
and put them out for a vote and see who out of the listeners uh, sorry who the listeners think has the best of the three that we shortlist what do you think right yeah and then yeah, then we'll 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 make we'll we'll send whoever's won of that king thing t-shirt out oh yeah that, that sounds fair because there's some good effort gone into those there is they're like whole paragraphs of text like if not more (laughs) so Joshua who would you like to pick to go into the because I'm an evil witch bitch (laughs) (laughs) all that story (laughs) potentially turns good that's the thing you've got yeah exactly a story part and there's two parts yet to be written yeah okay so you're going with Keith's James have you got a choice See, I like the idea of being able to like control the world. So I'm going to pick Steve Baker. You're going with Steve's. I would have picked the last one, but I want I want to see me with Chris. I don't want to see me apart from him. <laughs> so because I don't, I don't like there's the no guarantee. <laughs> yeah, there's no, like I could play it and then by the end of the game it could be dead. You never know, and I don't want that. I'm glad you didn't pick that one because that one's harsh on me and Joshua. To be fair, it really is. I don't <laughs> like that. One. Just just because it's very clearly purposely based around Sea of Thieves. <laughs> I'm going to pick Jerry Narcos and Lee Holmes, who are the same person. I don't want to say and. Uh, but I'm going to pick that one just because it's a good old reference to Bubble Butt. Bubble, 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 butt. Yeah, old school. Old, some old school That King thing right there. Um, yeah. And just good references to Sea of Thieves and stuff like that. So I'm going to pick that one. So basically, we've got Keith's The Three Kings, The Search for Ezio, where James the Mighty Penrithian travels down the A1 <laughs> to help me, Lord of Sheffield, or Hero of Sheffield, uh-huh. defeat Joshua, but could, well, will go into some kind of trilogy. We've got Steve's third person RPG, where we get a tag along and he tries to take all the power, but we kill him. Um, but he becomes a huge boss monster like in Dark Souls and so on and so forth and we've got Jerry Narco's pirate themed adventure where you get bubble butts based on how much treasure you collect and use them to defend yourself from cannonballs (laughs) so we'll put a vote up on Twitter after this goes, the episode is live so as you're listening to this you'll be able to go to Twitter and find the tweet and vote for whichever one you think is best and the winner will get uh, that King Thing t-shirt all the best all the best to those lucky three everyone everyone that put one in though were all all yeah thank thank you very much to everyone who did submit something as I said some of them have obviously come through tweets which is not the easiest place to write an epic story (laughs) but there you go Um, so thank you very much if you do want to get involved uh, with whatever we do next week then be sure to follow us that underscore king underscore thing on twitter um, you can find us by searching for that king thing on facebook and you can go to thatkingthing.com and submit stuff to us there if you need to um, make sure you go to twitter and vote for Keith, Steve or Jerry Narco's stories um, Yeah, and we'll get a t-shirt sent out to as I say whichever one of those wins and uh, I think that's it for this week on that. So, yeah. yeah, just about. I, the hero of Sheffield, the hero of Penrith in James, and 
that bad guy hater. that bad I'm guy scared. who's good in some stories <laughs> <laughs> we'll say goodbye for this week goodbye for this week goodbye for this week James for this week bye <laughs> <laughs> You kidnap him and I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll put you in a I'll, bath I'll, of ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kidnap him and then I'm going to brainwash Sheffield United and Wednesday to try and kill you to defend him. That's what's going to happen. Sheffield Wedge United. Wed <laughs> Sheffield Wed United. In fact, no, I'm not. I'm pouring a drink first. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> I'll have a drink of my pre-poured drink. I need I need to deal with I've, yeah I need one to deal with you too. Apparently I've already had enough. All oh, right, so this is a drink, drink, not just a. Cause it's a drink, drink. Not just a. I'm thirsty. I'm going. I wouldn't to be pouring. I wouldn't be pouring a drink, drink. No, I would only be pouring a drink, <laughs> drink. I wouldn't pour just a boring drink. I drink that from the bottle. I really want a drink. One minute. Get out of my room, dog. Dog? That's staying in. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or BritpodScene on Twitter to find out more. <laughs>